Hi. Hello, everyone. So, in this episode, I'd like to talk about um, marriage as it relates to the promised land. Now, what brought this up was um, I was on his Twitter space and, um, you know, when I when i saw the topic it was like dating and relationship goals for 2023 okay nice so i thought let me listen in you know and um i was listening the conversation turned to you know um people who were just having casual um sex so to speak not no strings attached nothing nothing and i was I was like wow so i wanted to you know opt out because that obviously wasn't a conversation that i <laughs> i could relate with or anything that's not my life um but something told me wait how about you talk about look whatever y'all are doing if you want to get married then you need to put everything in order before you get married um, before next year you know because i was I, I was beginning to see some really really um intense activities around that in in the church of god like in the middle churches that i know and um i was like i don't i'm not sure i want to talk about that in the middle of this kind of conversation you know i mean that was on my mind before i got in but then when i got in i was like um let me just leave and I left the space, but you know, I just felt, you know, what was going to happen anyway, the boss they can do is insult me. That's the worst they can do. <laughs> so I went back there, I requested the mic and I spoke and, um, I, I said what I said. And, um, of course, a lot of people, you know, got upset about that um and they went oh not everybody's going to get married after i had said mind you that for those who want to marry for those who marriage is their dream so when i said that and you know they chose to somebody chose to pick you know what they found offensive or something and i said look i was a bit specific like if you marriage is not your dream then this what i said is not for you they took offense with that one again and you know i understand like it takes some level of restraint to know that you've heard something that hits you but you know is the truth and you just keep quiet and just listen even though you are you want to defend yourself or you want to defend your beliefs and you know because of what i said and one or two other people said something along the lines of um having casual sex is not just the way to go like you really need to take responsibility for what happens to you and what you do and you know they began to open up and talk about what the issues really were and what they have been through Granted, they came from an angle of they are defending themselves, but they opened up and they talked. You know, they talked. I don't want to 
it was not a recorded um, program, thankfully. So um, the identities are kept private, right? But they began to open up. And I realized that that is where healing comes from. When you're able to talk about what the heck is really going on with you, like what the heck really happened to you, rather than, you know, the, the casual life you're living. Most of the time I have noticed, like I've observed that people who live casually, they are, they're kind of trying to numb the pain of what they have been through. If you tell them that to their face, they're going to fight you. Believe me, they're going to fight you. They'll be like, I'm not going through any pain. But that's, that's it. There is pain there somewhere. They might not even remember that there is pain there somewhere. It might have gone into their subconscious, but it's still there. It might even not be a pain they went through. It might be a secondhand kind of pain. It might be a, a pain they observed, they witnessed someone go through, a pain in their ancestry, in their lineage. It can be, it can be that, but I suspect it's more of a personal one than it is a secondhand pain. And... People began to share what they have been through, you know, and for me, I thought my work is done like that. Healing has started, you know, I, because that was part of what I said. I'd like, whatever it is you need to do, like if you, if you need to heal, heal, you know, yes, they protested. They were not, you know, they agreed that I, what I said was not bad, but you know, they began to talk about the negatives and I think that they're going to go and think about what I said they may have you know not liked what I said um, because of how it made them feel but it's something they're going to think about because I believe they are very intelligent and very deep people they will think about it they will think about it and I pray that you know what I've said um, has has helped them in a way and that it will help them to you know get the best out of life that life has to offer and the restraints or the pain and the experiences of the past will not hold them back now as i was just remembering that and just thinking about that what came to my mind was the children of israel because you see in while we were talking on the space they were saying um, they were talking about people who went through horrible experiences in marriage. And I'm like, and I began to think later that this is like the children of Israel again, who there was a land flowing with milk and honey called the promised land. And God has given them that land. Understand though, that God made it clear that he gave them that land not because they deserved it or because they did they're doing any better or anything but because the iniquities of those living in that land is full like the the earth is beginning to like um churn out the evil that they have done on it like God this is what they've been doing the earth has witnessed against them <laughs> for the atrocities that they have committed on that land. And it was way past time that they were removed from there. 
And when you say atrocities, the Bible was not very detailed, although it did mention a few. But if you check history, you will find a lot of child sacrifice going on there. A lot of child sacrifice. Like there were some, there were archaeologists have found some, had found some digs around the Canaan area and dating back to the time when the Canaanites were there before the children of Israel got into the land, you know, they found some bones of babies at some altars with some ashes. So you can't be doing things like that and, you know, the heavens would not say, okay, it's enough. And there's a cup for these things, for every bad thing you know people who inhabit a land do there is a drop or a pour or whatever and when it gets full it gets full and they leave i guess the difference between the children of israel wasn't that they were perfect god told them that it was because their own iniquity is um still at the at the bottom of the cup (laughs) it's not full yet but those who are there theirs is full And God is saying, do not do what these people are doing. Because if you do what they're doing, worse than what happened to them is what's going to happen to you. You know. So God has promised them the land and they had left Egypt for this land. They left Egypt for this land. Then they got there. Then they sent spies to go and check out the land. And Caleb and Joshua came back and they were like, well, there is a land flowing with milk and honey they brought back fruits from the land and the other 10 were oh they are giants in the land and they they felt like grasshoppers before them and you know Joshua and Caleb encouraged the people tried to encourage the people by telling them that look we are able to possess this land. Our Lord, the Lord our God will give us this land. And somehow I the the the, the similarities between this event and people's reluctance to get married is just the same. Like, yes, there are giants in the land. And what are those giants? Sometimes the giants is not the giants per se. It's like your fear of marriage you know which is what some people are they talk about what went wrong with other people but they're not talking about what is going right for some people they're not talking about the milk and honey that is in the promised land of marriage they're talking about the giants that are there the horrible things that can happen to a person when they get married rather than focus on the good things the wonderful things that can happen and so the children of israel now they got so angry that you know there were two people who were opposing them and their determination to not go into the land and they wanted to stone they were they wanted to stone Caleb and Joshua before God now spoke now it was more or less like how i felt and how a lot of people feel when they bring out positive vibes about marriage when they talk about marriage and you know someone 
one said someone said to me they're like wow i thought you were married like you were talking as if you knew what you were talking about like uh, like people would just be talking like they have the experience you know and i asked them a question they never could answer me i said is experience the best teacher no so what has me being married or not married has to do with seeing the benefit of the land like of of marriage rather like i had parents and someone went oh so the rest of us doesn't have parents you know how these things can go sometimes and it was like they preferred so here's the thing i will say what i said in that space and i'll say it here again instead of fighting people who talk about marriage instead of trying to demoralize people who talk about marriage in positive terms and you decide that the giants in marriage are the reality but the fruits of marriage the milk and honey that flows in marriage those are realities for you then that is a problem that you need to sort out at the end of the day instead of fighting people who who believe that you can actually get the best out of life no matter the the experiences you have had or the ones that you have witnessed instead of fighting those people who are positive about what you can get why not fight the enemy within you the one of fear the one that that is cynical the one that is trying to protect itself the one that doesn't want to take risks the one that is hurting the one that is angry why don't you deal with that first why don't you deal with those giants first why don't you deal with those giants and believe that you will get the the fruit of the land you will get the milk and honey of the land you can focus on that now if you don't want it of course that's a different ball game but sometimes i just look at people and i feel i feel sorry for them because they've been through a lot they fell they failed and they've won some battles tough ones for them to get to this point but when it comes to the issue of a happily ever after they choose not to believe that like they it's like they've forgotten the battles that they won the battles that didn't destroy them and sometimes i wonder like did the experience make them weaker or did it make them stronger I just wonder but if you are out there and marriage has been your dream before life happened and it's still your dream remind yourself of what is good about marriage and walk towards sidestepping the bad that could happen and usually when it comes to the bad that can happen 
It's more, it's more like when you're trying to work without God in the equation. Like when you, when you are not fully, the less dependent on God you are maritally, the more chances you have of getting it wrong. Truly. So you really have to work with God. And working with God sometimes means that you may have to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So you might have a preconceived notion, a concept, a dream, a fantasy that is an obstacle. And the truth is, if you have fantasies, you have imaginations that opposes what you really need that fantasy will come to you and it would it would be presented to you like the real thing is when you now get yoked with that fantasy that it now becomes a nightmare so you really need to keep your mind free of any fantasy any imagination and just list out the things that you need the truth is you can't even completely list it out but try try and list out the things you really need not based on other people's experiences not based on your past experiences but based on what you really need with the assumption that you are going to be with a good person who will treat you right not with the assumption that you are going with to be with the devil himself if you have that mindset of you're going to be with a good person with the right person who will treat you with kindness who will treat you with love your list will be different then present it to god and ask god to show up for you maritally so that your marriage will be a testimony to the glory of god You have to make sure that God gets the glory and you have to work with God. It's very important because personally, I really don't see how you can do this without God. I don't, you, because you can't know somebody, no matter how long you date, cut, whatever, whatever, no matter what you check, you can never completely know a person in as much as you can't read a person's mind. You cannot know the person. And sometimes, some people don't keep things in their mind. So, even if you can read minds, what happens when a person doesn't keep things in their mind? They're just spontaneously mean. So, they just do something bad all of a sudden. No thoughts, nothing. What do you do about that? Only God... God created man, men and women made he them. Male and female made he them. And I believe that that applies to everybody. For every man out there, there is a woman for him. For every woman out there, there is a man for her. But you need to get close to God and be real with God. And be submitted to God submitted to God's will for that 
promise to manifest. Because if you are not submitted to God's will, God is not going to give you his best. Because if he does, you would wreck it. That's what you would do. I mean, look at you yourself. No matter how you love somebody, if you know that they're not they're not disciplined enough or whole enough to handle some things, you won't give it to them. The best you can do is just encourage them to be a bit more disciplined, to be a bit more settled so that they can learn what they need to learn. That's the best you can do. It's the same thing with God. The longer you play around, the longer you push your miracle away. And if you keep doing that, God is not going to keep the other person waiting forever. There is a grace period and grace period does expire. If that grace period expires, God will provide someone else for that other person and leave you to your own devices. Because that's what you want. Don't expect God to force someone on you. God will not force someone on you and God will not force you on anybody. Perish that thought. You would have to be ready according to God's tastes. Because God is going to be your father-in-law. And he's not going to give his daughter or his son to you if you're not if you are not if you are not coming correct as usual you can make of it what you want but it's best you choose to come correct to God because that's the only way you can get the best well Guard your hearts with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. I love you.